When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Healthy Beeman Podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host. And I am so excited that you decided to press play and listen to the podcast today. Oh my gosh, that rhymed. I'm so excited. It's a good day. I'm having such an amazing day and I'm really, truly just like so freaking thankful you're here. If you're your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. If you're back, welcome. Oh my gosh, you guys. Today's episode is going to be really, really deep. And I'm going to share a story with you about my own personal life. It's a solo episode. So I cannot wait to get into it. But before we get into it, we always start off our episodes with a little self check in because I always believe that the way you soak in the most information to help your own life is to be very present with wherever you are right now and to understand how you're feeling. It's just so important. So let's take a moment, take a nice deep breath in exhale one more breath in fill up your lungs lots of goodness hold at the top feel the goodness in your body and as you exhale imagine everything in your body just releasing any tension inside out all right i want you to ask yourself how am i feeling today never judging yourself here truly just thinking about it how are you in a good mood bad mood think about it now ask yourself okay knowing how i feel what has caused me to feel this way? Maybe you didn't sleep enough last night. Maybe you slept like the perfect amount. Maybe you didn't have your morning routine or maybe you did, you know, just like thinking about it. And now I want you to ask yourself whether your day was go- is going good or bad, how you're feeling, whatever. How can you make today even better? In one thing, one small thing. Okay, and now I want you to ask yourself, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? If you have not, I want you to grab some water and I want you to chug it, maybe pause the podcast, go grab your water, do what you gotta do to hydrate the hot pot of yours. And finally, ask yourself, have I stood up in the past hour? If you haven't, you know the drill, stand up, shake out your legs, shake out your arms, get the blood moving, not moving, flowing in your, in your body, wake yourself up, okay, done. And lastly, you guys, ask yourself this question. What is one goal that I am accomplishing today? One thing. Start small. Always say it. Start small. Cool. Okay. Wow. I hope you love the self-check-in. If you have never done a self-check-in, I highly recommend doing it to yourself too. I mean, in the mornings, I think it's important to ask yourself, how do I feel right now? Like we wake up every day with different energy. So it's really important to just check in with yourself, see how your body's feeling, see how your mood's doing, see if you're feeling anxious, whatever, and just figure out how you can improve yourself. So I always love doing that. Anyway, okay. On the topic, wow. I just want to dive headfirst into it. I think it's going to be a very relevant topic for a lot of you guys. And honestly, I have been feeling a lot of anxiety the past week or so. I think it has been caused a lot by the fact that I tend to overwork myself and have very high standards for my performance. I'm a very hard boss. I'm my own boss and I'm very hard on myself. So I have been working a lot the past few days, especially for a launch I'm doing this upcoming week. The launch will already have happened by the time you guys listen to the episode, but I'm currently in the process of launching something. So 
that's kind of been like the update. I also brought on some new team members. I had a lot of internal changes going on with my company. If you guys don't already know this, I have a small business. It's called Sweaty Studio. Basically, it's an online Pilates studio. And for a long time, it was just me running the whole thing. And recently I had an assistant. She left for personal reasons. And then I hired a new manager and I hired some people to help me with some marketing campaigns and things. So it's been a lot of like internal shifts and obviously a lot of just growing pains, adjusting, all that stuff. So I think that's been definitely playing a huge role in how my anxiety has been feeling the past week or so. But The reason, the topic of the episode today is about how to improve your anxiety and how to work with it, not against it. I think a lot of the times it can be really easy to want to just shut off your brain, turning off that switch and wanting anxiety to just completely leave your body. But sometimes when we do that, all we're doing is suppressing the feeling and it's only going to come back stronger when it decides to break through the switch you just turned off temporarily. I want to start by sharing with you my story the past year or so of kind of how I have worked through anxiety and I want to just preface this and say for for one thing my anxiety it I think with anxiety and anything mental health is you can heal it but it'll come back sometimes and that doesn't mean you're a failure that doesn't mean that it's back in full force, but it's natural for things you're working through to come back on occasion and to be triggered sometimes. I mean, that's just a process of healing. That's a process of evolving as a human being. So I just want to preface that. Like I still, like I mentioned, have some struggles with anxiety, but I've learned so much on how to work through it. And I want to share a lot of my tips with you today, but I want to start off with a little story. So we're going to, we're going to go way back. And I want to just completely backtrack to this time last year. If you have been an OG sweaty sesh listener, it used to be called the sweaty sesh, the podcast was, I had an episode on this and I just gone back from my trip to Hawaii. I'd graduated college. I was in that free spirit. Oh my gosh. My, the world is my freaking oyster mindset. I went to Hawaii for, I think it was 18 days, and I literally had the absolute most just awakening trip of my life. I felt like myself. I felt so free. I was in love with life. And then I came back to Miami, and I had a lot of changes happen. I adopted a dog the same day I got back from my trip, which you guys... This is going to tell you a lot about who I am as a person, like how I am. So picture this. I had just flown. I think it was like a 12 plus hour total trip or something crazy. So I'd flown to LA from Hawaii. It was like five hours to LA. I hopped on the red eye. The red eye is an overnight flight. If you don't know that, I hopped on the red eye to Miami another five hours. I wake up or I get to Miami. I think it's like 5 a.m. or something. I literally go to my apartment, I take a like 30 minute nap, and then I'm like, you know what, I'm going to adopt my dog. My dog was like two hours away, which first of all, looking back on this moment, I was very stupid because I was extremely sleep deprived and I drove like two hours. Anyway, I get my dog and it's like the best thing ever. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, like I'm so excited. And then I come back to Miami and 
I start to move out of my apartment. I was moving to a new place in Brickle and I remember I was also starting a job. I was starting my nine to six public relations job the same day I moved to my new apartment, by the way, guys. So a lot of this happened all at once. And I remember all of this stuff hit me so freaking hard. It, it was like a massive slap in the face. I had just gotten back from the trip of my life and all of a sudden my entire life did like a 360 and a half. And I was now stuck inside working my job all day long. I felt like I had no creative, no creative freedom. I was barely outside anymore. I wasn't exploring. In fact, I was adjusting to living in a new place, adjusting to being a new dog owner. And to top all this off, I started to feel a lot of anxiety. So my anxiety was definitely coming from the fact that I was extremely overwhelmed. But I think that this just started the downward spiral of my anxiety and my depression, which also came along with it. So I want to fast forward a little bit. It was... It got progressively worse by the weeks. I think I started crying maybe a couple times a week. And by the time it was like September, I was crying every day, multiple times a day. So we get to October. This is where it gets exciting. I had been dating this guy for four years. He was my college sweetheart. And I went to New York City for a weekend and then came back and realized he wasn't the right person for me anymore. And you're probably, you're probably like, wait, wait, what? It was kind of one of those things where I had such a love for this person and I still have such respect for them. And I always will like care about them. I mean, nothing happened in the relationship. I mean, things happened, but nothing that was like detrimental. I think it got to the point where I realized very quickly that he wasn't my person. And I always had like I don't know. I guess I would kind of try to imagine a scenario where if we were getting married and I just, I just could never follow through with it in my head. And I always just like had this weird feeling about it. So I went on like a little weekend trip with my friend and I barely talked to my ex the whole weekend. And then when I got back to Miami, it just, it was just a weird vibe. I don't know. And I I decided like, I was just like, you know what? I, I just, I can't do this. And I like a lot more played into it. I don't really want to talk about it yet, but just out of respect for the, my ex. But anyway, I ended things and that was like the moment when everything freaking snapped. You guys, I had already been struggling with mental health to start off with for like at this point, I think it'd been, been a while, but then I had another major life change. I was grieving. I was grieving a breakup. And I am the type of person that copes with breakups extremely poorly. And I decided to turn to good old partying. I think I went out pretty much every single night in Miami. Um, I was also working my job simultaneously and building my business, fun fact. So I was getting like next to zero hours of sleep. And one thing I've learned... One thing I've learned that is the biggest tip in life is to make sure you sleep and make sure you eat. I was doing neither (laughs) and it was bad. It was very bad. I physically was not in a good place. I looked like, I looked like a zombie. If I look back at pictures, I can just see the pain in my eyes and it was, 
it was really, really, really freaking painful. I started to fill up my life with things that I thought would help my depression at this point. I was feeling very hopeless. I wake up in the morning and I felt like I didn't have a purpose. I was like, what? I was like, what? Like, what even is happening anymore? Like, I hate my job. I no longer am in a relationship with someone that I had loved for so long. I've lost like one of my best friends. And I realized after I had my breakup that I didn't have a lot of friends in Miami. And so socially, I would spend my weekends alone or I would spend them out clubbing or at bars with people that, I mean, some of them were my friends, but a lot of them weren't. And I think that it got to this point where I was so low and I had spent so many, I have so many voice notes, you guys, on my phone that are just heartbreaking. They're, they're so hard to listen to because it's just me like feeling incredibly just discouraged with life and feeling like I just didn't have hope and just not understanding why I was so sad when from an outside perspective, everything looked good. I mean, it's crazy. If I looked back on my life then, if I was a total stranger, I didn't know who I was, I would think, oh, she's thriving. She's in Miami. She looks like she's partying, having so much fun. Oh my gosh. She lives in a beautiful apartment. She is she has a full-time job and she's also building a business. What the heck? Whoa. But on the inside, it was just like, I looked at it. I was like, why am I so freaking sad when I have so much good happening? Why am I so anxious and depressed every single morning I wake up? And it got to the point where I was so disconnected with myself and with my body and my mind and with everything around me that I decided I was just going to freaking leave. So what did I do? I picked up all my stuff and I moved to Pittsburgh for one month. My parents live in Pittsburgh and it's always kind of been my retreat, which is kind of ironic actually, because I could go so much more into this, but when I lived in, I lived in Pittsburgh for one year with my parents before I went to college and it was probably next to one of the worst years of my life. (laughs) And just because high school was unique, we'll get into that another time. So it's interesting to me that I've always used Pittsburgh as a retreat, even though it was so bad at one time in my life. So anyway, that's like a whole other topic, how you can change how you see different locations as you get older. But I went to Pittsburgh and this is where I started my healing journey. I really started my healing journey. So basically, guys, I I actually just fast forwarded a lot of the story. I want to go back slightly. So Okay, guys, during my time of absolute crisis, I had these two, well, okay, I'm going to actually backtrack even further. I followed this girl on Instagram, and you guys probably know her. I've had her on the podcast before. Her name is Meredith Good. She is a cutie patootie and is literally the the sweetest person. So I followed this girl on Instagram. I didn't know her. I followed her. And I thought her content was like really cool and inspiring, a lot of fun, like Hawaii content. And she posted on her story this devotional and I'd read it and I was like, oh, like that's actually kind of cool. I think it was pretty, it was pretty relevant to what I was going through in this moment of time. And I want to like backtrack even further, guys. I left it a very large chunk of the story, but basically I, so I'm from Texas originally And if you are familiar with the Bible Belt, (laughs) I was in it. I was in the Bible Belt 
in the heat of it, I went to a Baptist middle school and I went to a Christian high school for one year and then I went to public school for the other two years of high school. I went to three high schools in three years and graduated a year early. Fun fact, guys. So I was brought up in a very heavily Christian home and environment all around. I was extremely, I was a very strong believer when I was little. I think it was up to the point when I started going to this Christian Baptist middle school is when I started to, or no, sorry. It was actually when I started going to my high school freshman year is when I started to get an ick, an ick for Christianity because a lot of the Christians that I was around were very, very hypocritical people. They would say one thing and then act the totally different way. Some of the meanest people I knew in high school and middle school were Christians. And that left such an ick with me because I believed it. I believed in Christ. I believed in God. I believed in Jesus. But I didn't understand why all of the Christians that I knew absolutely sucked. So I definitely fell away from my faith as I went into my junior, sophomore and junior year of high school. When I went to college, I completely, I completely stopped going to church. I never stopped believing in God. I think I just was awakened to the fact that there was more out there. So I also was dating. So my ex was also, I think he was agnostic. So he believed in God, but like didn't know what he believed. So I was around that a lot. And I was also around a lot of friends who were atheists or didn't really go to church. So I was in this environment in college that wasn't the same environment that I was in when I lived in Texas. And it definitely didn't help the fact that like I already had an ick for kind of the Christian culture to start off with. So anyway, that's like, you're going to understand why this makes sense in a second, but hold on to that story. So I see this devotional on my friend Meredith. Not She wasn't my friend at the time, guys. This girl Meredith's Instagram. And I was like, okay, that looks interesting. Um, it's really relevant to how I'm feeling in terms of my mental health. I think it was all about anxiety, the devotional that I read. And I messaged her. I was like, hey, what is this? <laughs> like, what book is this? And I didn't realize this, but Meredith actually followed me on Instagram And she'd been doing my workouts, my Pilates workouts since like COVID. I think she'd done them on YouTube and was like, she responded. She knew who I was. And it was kind of crazy because it was just like a very weird moment where I didn't think she'd respond, but she did. And I was like, thank you. She was like, it's Live on Purpose by Sadie Robertson. And I looked it up online and it was all about living. I think it was following God through moments of fear and anxiety. I was like, this is very relevant. So I'm going to get it. I ordered the devotional. I'm still in my curiosity phase of life right now. I'm kind of like dipping my toes back in the water, a little bit careful, a little bit not sure what's going to happen because I just had such an ick and bad experience with Christianity. And it's really crazy how God works, you guys, because I get the devotional and fast forward a few weeks. I'm in Miami. I am teaching a class with free people. And my friend, my good friend Chanel, who I really want to have on this podcast, she's the best. I love her. She invited me to this church that she would go to. It's called VOU, V-O-U-S. And I didn't know that Chanel was a Christian, first of all. We'd been friends for a while. I never knew that. And I was like, oh, cute. Like, maybe, maybe I'll go. (laughs) I had this guy visiting me in town also. 
You guys, this story is getting so good. I'm getting so excited. So I had this guy visiting me in town. I was like single free living kind of girl. I was like, you know what? I'm dating. I'm having fun. I'm partying, but I still feel like absolute shit. (laughs) So anyway, she invites me to church and the guy and me are like, oh, interested. The guy was who was coming, who was visiting me. He is a Christian. Also, fun fact, guys, we'll get more into that in a second. But you'll see how everything connects in the coolest way. I'm later walking. I think I went to like get a smoothie or something. I was walking through Brickle. And my friend Rachel, I bump into her. Brickle's a very small area, by the way. If you have ever been to Miami, you're probably familiar with it. It's very small. It feels like a neighborhood. But it's the downtown part of Miami. It doesn't make any sense. But anyway, I bump into my friend Rachel. And I'm like, oh my gosh, hi. Like, what are you doing later? And she was like, I'm going to church, actually. Do you want to come? It's called VU. You guys, what the heck? I did not know Rachel was a Christian either. These two people, two of my like three friends in Miami were both Christians. I never had known. And I was like, wait. I was like, do you know Chanel? And she's like, no, I don't. And Chanel's my other friend who invited me, by the way. And... It was the craziest thing ever because I was like, what the heck? Two people invited me to the same church who I'm friends with who don't know each other, but who both go to the same freaking church. So I'm like, okay, I think this is a sign. Like, I think I should be going to this church. So you may have heard me talk about this before, but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least 1% in my physical, mental, and spiritual health. One of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. I first started taking Seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor. During this time, I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love especially with summer travels right around the corner as you know i'm currently pregnant and i'm super cautious about what different things i'm putting into my body so i definitely feel reassured taking dso1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains trust your gut with seeds dso1 daily symbiotic go to seed.com slash cali and use code 25 cali to get 25 off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali. Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice, and let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to 
to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where Hormone Harmony steps in. Hormone Harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is chase tree berry extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period sad girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, Feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Callie at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Callie for 15% off today. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Me and the guy who was visiting me in town were like, let's go. We go to VU, you guys. When I say that this sermon spoke to my soul in every sort of way ever, it was insane. It was one of those God moments where you're like, whoa, hi, you're real. What the heck? Like every single thing that was being said in the sermon was so relevant to everything I was feeling, everything I was going through in my life. And it was just the coolest thing ever because I had not been to church in freaking years. And there I was with this guy who I was dating and my friend, my friend who invited me. And yeah, it was crazy. Anyway, so that happened. And then fast forward a little bit, I... I'm like, okay, I feel like this little spark of fire back in my heart for God. I feel how I used to feel before I went through all of those just like icky experiences. And I'm interested. I'm interested in learning more about God. Like maybe this is going to help me get out of this dark place in my life. So I felt hope for the first time in like forever. And I decided that I was going to go to Pittsburgh. So this is now a couple months later, I go to Pittsburgh. I'm still struggling a lot with my mental health. I've started to like go to VU, kind of, like every few weeks. I'm also going back and forth to see the guy who'd been visiting me in Miami. We become serious. We start officially dating. So guys, I have to rewind this a little bit. So 
the guy who was visiting me in Miami, I actually, he was my freshman year of high school crush in math, in my math class, you guys. So I told you this, I graduated high school a year early. So I was in the grade below him when I was at school with him. And I remember I was an upper level math. So he was a sophomore. I was a freshman and I was like, oh my gosh, he's like the older, like the older guy, whatever. He's so cute. And I remember in math, I literally was like obsessed with him. And it's really cool how everything works because we ended up reconnecting so many times throughout my life since middle or since freshman year of high school we'd always just come back into each other's lives I remember one summer it was like the summer before college I bumped into him at this music festival so randomly and we hit it off hung out the whole time and became like really good friends and then we'd always just like kind of come back into each other's lives as friends like we were always friends and but we'd never really be completely consistently talking all the time but we reconnected and it was like the really coolest timing because he was a Christian, but he was also like, I'll have to have him on the podcast to share his story, but he was also kind of going through a dry patch in his walk with the Lord as well. He just moved to New York city, was working on wall street and was just also in like the party scene big time. So we were kind of in a similar situation and it was like really just cool timing that God put us in each other's lives when he did. So we were like, we were, we officially became boyfriend, girlfriend, and we were kind of going back and forth, like seeing each other from in New York and Miami. And I eventually got to the point where I was like still struggling with my own personal mental health. And I was like, I'm going to Pittsburgh. Like we're going to do this. So I go to Pittsburgh for a month and it was literally so needed. I took it as a big healing journey. I really was listening to a lot of podcasts. I was listening to, uh, actually, I don't know if I was listening to this one at the time, but I was listening to a lot of VU, VU, V-O-U-S church. They have all their sermons on Spotify. So I was listening to their sermons on online. I was doing my Sadie Roberts in devotional every morning. I was journaling. I started to get back into prayer. I just eased back into it, honestly. And I made my walk with the Lord very personal and private. I didn't share it with anybody except for like my very close friends. I wanted this to be about me and God and not about everyone else. So I kept it like very hush hush and honestly it was really cool to see the things that God did in my life during that time. I can now look back and see everything like how he was really making my life play out for a reason and it's really cool because honestly guys I told you I had this public relations job so it was like December time and I was also simultaneously building the sweaty studio while I was working my full-time job and it was to the point where I was working like over 12 hours every single day it was like actually ridiculous I wasn't taking lunch breaks I wasn't eating enough food I was working so much I'd become a workaholic I wasn't taking care of myself and to be honest I think I was coping I think that was my coping mechanism for everything that was happening in my life that was really uncomfortable and really just a big change and I got to the point where it was in January that everything just like, I just couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. I was so physically drained. I was just so disconnected from myself, like I told you. And it was really cool timing because God really showed up for me and he took care of me and he allowed me to quit my job and he allowed me to pursue my own business full time. And let me tell you like how this all happened. I feel like also the story is very back and forth. And I'm really sorry if you're like, I can't follow, but (laughs) 
I'm just chatting. So this is how my brain works. Basically, I remember I was, I had my Sadie Robertson devotional and I was reading it and I was like, I was like wanting to quit my job so bad, you guys. I was talking to my boyfriend about it and he was like, come on, like, he's like, what are you like, what are you afraid of? And he was just like really like talking me through it. And I got to the point where I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to pray. I'm going to take this up to God and I, I like need help. You guys, the devotional that I read the next morning talked about quitting your job. It was insane. It was like the really cool thing. But then here's what's crazy. The Bible verse that came with the devotional was, I think, oh my gosh, I don't even know which, I don't even remember what it was. But all I remember is when I explained to my parents after the fact that I quit my job, <laughs> because I knew if I told them before, they'd try to like, they'd be like, come on, Cal, you gotta stay with it. <laughs> but I'm like the crazy person that I'm like, I'm gonna take this leap of faith and just do it. But I felt really, I felt like God was really like calling me to leave my job and to pursue this full time and he was going to take care of me. But here's the coolest part is that verse that was in the devotional. My dad was studying that exact verse in his Bible study the exact week that I read it. It was crazy cool, cool timing. Anyway, I ended up quitting my job and I pursued this online business full time. And it was really cool timing because I did not realize the launch was going to be as big as it was. I'd had failed launches in the past as failed as in the sense, like I made literally like 10 sales and it was very embarrassing and I was very mortified. And honestly, I never wanted to launch again, but I launched the studio in a very different way. And I gave everyone a free month and I was really nervous because I was like, okay, people are coming from my YouTube channel. What if people don't want to pay for this? Like I was feeling very very like not enough vibes I didn't really trust my worth and I knew the product was really good that I was providing but I just I was afraid I was having my insecurities and limiting beliefs and all that stuff it was so cool because I knew so at the time I had a talent agency approach me and they signed me and they told me here's how much people typically make a month so the number they told me versus the number that my studio was promising per month just from like an estimate I was able to leave my job and this happened at the time when I genuinely needed to leave I needed to I wasn't going to be able to physically or mentally do it anymore it was too much for my body it was really such a god moment and looking back it's like whoa that's so cool how everything just lined up so perfectly so fast forward I'm in Pittsburgh I am now working fully for myself I'm still struggling though. It's it's one of those things where I love TikTok and I also sometimes don't because a lot of those inspiring videos that show people quitting their job and pursuing things full time, making the six figures, they're not actually going into the details that are so important to hear. And knowing that being an entrepreneur does not mean that everything is perfect. It doesn't mean that everything's all of a sudden just like, boom, perfect, happy life. Yay. It's so easy. No, being an entrepreneur is freaking hard, you guys. On a psychological level, I don't think anything work-wise compares to the amount of strain that entrepreneur feels because your paycheck isn't guaranteed. When you're working a salary job, like you know how much you're going to make a month. When you're an entrepreneur, you don't know how much you're going to make a month. It could change every single month and it's very hard. It's, it's very uncomfortable when you see those numbers going down because that immediate fight or flight fear of not having enough to survive kicks in. So I was navigating a lot of that because I was just starting my business. And a lot of businesses, when you start are in the red, they aren't making money. But 
I want to just also preface this. I'd been growing my online presence since 2019. I had a blog. So I'd been working at this for a long time, but the studio was new. So I had, it wasn't like I just quit my job and just started a business. Like I'd been growing this. And I also wanted to make sure people know that because I think sometimes people can get discouraged if their business isn't immediately successful. I mean, mine, I'd been growing this for, for like years. And I just had started to making a nice amount of money that allowed me to quit. So anyway, Going back a little bit, I was struggling a lot with those pressures and it was tough. I didn't know how to navigate it. I was, I'm a 22 year old. A lot of people who become entrepreneurs are in their late twenties, thirties or older. Most of my friends were working corporate jobs or were still in college. So I felt very alone and I felt very, I just, I I just felt very uncomfortable and I was still struggling mentally. So during this time in Pittsburgh, I really took time to reflect and I took time, I spent time with the Lord And it really, God is very comforting and I gave up all of my stress and anxiety to God and I just gave up my business to God and I was like, take it, run with it. (laughs) Like I give everything up to you. And it's very, very relieving when you trust in God and you trust that his doors are going to open at the right time for you and that he's, he's never going to fail you. And I think a lot of times for me in particular, I think one of the reasons that I walked away from my faith when I was going into college or whatever was just feeling like God wasn't there for me. And I mean, selfishly, like I truly think that's why I walked away. I think that I didn't understand like, oh, like if you are really here for me and you really love me, like why are the people in my life, like why do they suck? Why are they so mean? Why do they bully me? And I think it's really cool because I look back at that experience and all of my struggles And I've been able to share my story. I'm sharing my story with you right now in hopes that this is going to reach the right person. And it's really cool because our struggles oftentimes become our successes. And successes in the sense that we're able to help somebody else who's going through the same thing. We're able to brighten someone else's life. We're able to save a life. Who knows if that person was going so deep through it that they were thinking about committing suicide and ending it all. It's such a real thing, you guys. I've been there. I've been in moments where I've felt suicidal. I've had close loved ones end it. And it's been horrible. And it's like to be in such a dark place and feel so much pain, whenever you feel like someone else has also been where you've been and can share a story and give you advice and help you, it's like the most beautiful thing because all of a sudden you feel this sense of hope. And in those moments, you need hope. And I look at all of my struggles now from a new light and I see it. I'm like, God was using this moment to shape me to become who I was and prepare me to be able to share this with someone else. So yes, it doesn't always make sense. I'm going through things right now that still don't make sense to me. And I think it's cool because I can now look back at the past few months. Like this didn't happen that long ago. And I can see how much I've grown and how much I have changed as a person just from refining my relationship with God and re-pursuing God. And God's never going to stop pursuing you. He's never going to stop. He wants to have a relationship with you. And I think it's when you slow down and you stop filling your life with all these things that are just temporary satisfactions like partying, having sex, um, just maybe overeating all the time, filling up your mind with just complete like Netflix reality shows, just always consuming, always consuming. Whenever we over consume in any form of capacity, 
we're not leaving space to hear God. And I think that's what I really learned this year was I was completely blocking out any sort of space that God was, God had to get to me. And finally, he used my friends. He used my friends to reach me again. And maybe he's using this podcast right now to reach you. And that's, that's my story. That's where I've, that's how far I've come. And I mean, I can truly say now, like, yeah, I struggle with anxiety still, but I can say for a fact that when I'm struggling with anxiety, I know what to do. And last night I was having a very, I cried. I broke down. I felt like I couldn't do it anymore. And I truly just prayed. And I woke up this morning and I felt so renewed, so rested. And honestly, I just spontaneously hopped on this mic. Wasn't going to record a podcast today. And I did. I felt very called to. And honestly, it's just like one of those things where God, like trusting God, trusting that God's going to let you, give you enough energy each day to get what he wants you to do done. Just trusting him. Like I think anxiety is, it's that fear of the future and when you give up your anxiety to God and you just say, Hey God, like I know that you have a plan for me and I know that you are going to take me down the right path that you want me to go down. Trusting him in it, it really helps just, it just helps take away that anxiety a lot. And I think it's, it it takes a lot to release control in our lives, but when we give it up to someone who's a higher power and he really has this whole plan for us, He knows how our life's going to unfold. It's the most just, wow, it's just really, really powerful. So the point of the story is to close things off, I'm now in New York City. I moved from Miami to New York and I have been surrounding myself with a lot of people who really uplift me and inspire me. I've been making a really big effort to give my mornings to the Lord, to spend quiet time with him every day. I have stopped drinking. I've talked about this on some episodes before I stopped drinking and not for religious reasons. I mean, a lot of Christians drink and I just want to like put that out there, but I stopped drinking for my own just mental health sake. I was drinking. I was feeling absolutely terrible in my body and I felt disconnected from myself. I felt like it'd make my mood so low and terrible. And honestly, it's helped me a lot and it helped take me out of that party scene I realized that drinking was really just putting a bandaid over a wound that was never going to heal. And that was a wound of just feeling the discomfort of anxiety and depression and just loneliness. So that really, really, that was a big realization to have. And when I stopped doing that, it allowed more space in my life to do other things. So now instead of going and getting hammered on like a Wednesday night, I go to a Bible study a community group and it's so amazing and so fun. The people are actually like the coolest people ever. They're not judgy, mean Christians. These people are very down to earth and very loving and genuinely just like want the best for each other. And it's like been really, really cool to see that and really refreshing and I found a church I've been going to in New York and it's just, it's not like the Bible belt churches that I grew up seeing and feeling like they had an agenda and they had ulterior motives. It's just nice to actually feel that the church that you're in and the people you're, a church is a group of people who are, who are serving the Lord. So it's like, I think it's just nice to be surrounded by that community of people that don't have an agenda, people that want the best for each other and want to support each other in a city that can feel so freaking lonely. New York is interesting. It's a very busy city, but you can feel so alone in it. And 
that has been something that I have really, really felt when I moved up here and I've noticed. And because I've joined this awesome group of people, like I feel a huge difference in my life and I don't feel alone. And I know that God has, God has plans for me. And when times get slow with my work or I see my social media going down or I feel any slight sense of fear that whatever I'm doing is not going to work out. Like I seriously just give it up to God. I give up those fears to God because those fears are not coming from him. They're coming from, they're coming from not, not God, not me. They're coming from a place that is not as dark. So yeah, I think those are my realizations. And I wanted to just let you know, like no matter where you are in your journey, no matter what you believe, no matter what you're going through, I just want you to know that I am here to be a friend for you. I'm here always. And I know that, I know that you're somewhere, maybe you're in New York, maybe you're all around the world, but I think what's really cool about social media and online is that you have the chance to connect with someone you would never have ever connected with in person. So if you have any questions or you just need someone to listen to your story or you need to rant about something or you have questions about God or you have questions about anything, please message me on Instagram and I'm sweaty and I know it. I love your questions and I truly like it, it means a lot to me when you reach out and take the time to just share your story with me. And I always will respect that. And I just like want you to know that because genuinely it takes a lot to reach out to a stranger and I'm someone that I never, am going to judge you. I'm never going to be mean. And I just want you to know that I'm here for you, no matter what you're going through. I know how hard it can be when you're going through mental health struggles. And I just, I just like want to be able to be there for you. So anyway, slide in my DMs. I love it. I love to see it. And yeah, I just hope that my story was hopefully helpful to you in some sort of way. And I cannot wait to chat with you next week or whenever the next podcast is. Keep shining, seriously. And I want to know that you truly have a purpose for being on this planet. The odds of you existing right now are actually ridiculously low. And the fact that you exist is it's beautiful. There's no one else like you on this planet, by the way. No one else. Not a single person is created the exact same way as you and has the exact same talents as you, the stories as you. Like you're special. And if you needed to hear that, I want you to just to know that. Please just soak it in and continue to have the best day and just go share some light with someone else in the world and talk to yourself kindly. Treat your body like a temple and just just embrace life, right? Like we are given a life and embrace it. So have the best day. Thanks for listening to my story and I will see you next week. Bye my gorgeous queen.